Recruiting and retention strategies often go hand in hand. After all, the same perks, benefits, and initiatives that attract new talent usually improve employee satisfaction too. Still, it's hard for employers to stay competitive in the current market for talent, and inflation certainly isn't helping. That's why employers should beware of pay compression, which happens when those hiring pressures undermine retention efforts. In this episode, we'll cover what pay compression is, including what employers can and cannot do to address it. By the end, you'll have a better understanding of how transparent compensation practices can help you build a fair workplace that attracts and retains top talent. We'll discuss the problem with pay compression, what employers cannot do about pay compression, and how to fix pay compression. Let's dive in. The problem with pay compression. Pay compression occurs when there's little or no difference in pay among employees despite factors that should make a difference, such as seniority or level at an organization, experience, or skills. In other words, employees who should be better compensated find themselves being paid the same or less than new hires, direct reports, or entry-level workers. Pay compression is most likely to happen when employers feel pressure to compete for talent, which could lead to new hires negotiating higher salaries than current employees with more experience and seniority. Since employers and employees alike are understandably uncomfortable talking about salary, it's hard for anyone to get a sense of how pervasive pay compression is through their own personal experience, which is how many approach the problem. But recent research has begun to shed some light on the issue, most notably, a labor IQ study published in May 2022 surveyed 20,000 job titles and found that new hire salaries are 7% higher on average than salaries for employees who are currently in the similar position. The difference goes up to 20% for more in-demand jobs like those in the finance and tech industries. Some have called it a loyalty tax. But to be clear, this opportunity cost does not inspire loyalty in current employees. In fact, top talent is often more responsive to market and inflationary pressures than organizations are. That's why so many employers are scrambling to fill vacated positions, even when they know it would be more productive and cost-effective to keep those employees in the first place. So employers must be proactive to have any hope of easing this retention tension. What employers cannot do about pay compression? Many of you may be thinking, well, this wouldn't be a problem if no one knew what anyone else was making. Why don't you just ban pay discussions between employees? First of all, it's illegal under the National Labor Relations Act, or NLRA. Employees have the right to communicate with other employees at their workplace about their wages. You may have discussions about wages when not at work, when you are on break, and even during work if employees are permitted to have other non-work conversations. You have these rights whether or not you are represented by a union. A written company policy banning pay discussions does not provide legal cover either. For example, when an employee at a diaper supply company in St. Louis, Missouri was fired for violating such a policy, the National Labor Relations Board, which enforces the NLRA, investigated and found in the worker's favor. The company had to change its policy issue the worker full back pay for her time off and offer her her job back, she refused to return. Also, if bans on discussing pay were legal, they would be difficult enough to enforce on the job and nearly impossible outside of work. In fact, the St. Louis Diaper Supply Company only found out about the prohibited pay discussion 
when the employee's supervisor quit because she was making less than her direct report. So it's a common misconception that employers can ban employees from discussing pay. I imagine it's so common because in practice, employers often don't need to forbid it outright. Most employees are too uncomfortable bringing up compensation in conversations anyway. Unfortunately, many organizations rely on that silence for their compensation practices. But I would argue that covering up pay discrepancies will not make the problem go away. And let's face it, if your management strategy is to divide and conquer, you're already losing the war for talent. How to fix pay compression. The answer to pay compression is actually the opposite of secrecy. It's transparency. Consider this. The percentage of job postings that include salary information have been rising, especially in the wake of the Great Resignation, but it's still about 12% overall. Why? By including salary information in job postings, many employers fear they'll offer more than a candidate is willing to take, while others worry current employees will feel underappreciated by offering new hires more. There's also the concern that they could be disclosing information to their competitors. It's also likely that some hiring managers are concerned that qualified candidates might self-filter too early if they post wages up front. Even with the best of intentions, it can be a little deceptive. Of course, compensation isn't the only reason to accept a particular job offer, but transparency can help set expectations for both candidates and hiring managers, making for a much smoother recruiting process. Check out an episode of HRFAQ on this topic. I'll link to it in the description. At Bernie Portal, we use target compensation to identify appropriate salaries for each role on our team. Target compensation is what we expect a reasonably good performer to earn in a given role. We include this rate in all our job postings. But back to our main point. Compensation transparency mitigates pay compression. It discourages new hires from negotiating inflated starting salaries, and it lets current employees know that they're not being left behind since they can see what the new hires will make. Some candidates may scoff at not being able to negotiate a higher starting salary, but a reputation for underpaying current employees is arguably worse for recruitment. If the posted salary is no longer competitive and needs to be increased, then current employees should know they're worth more too. Employers committed to fair and transparent compensation practices may even choose to initiate those raise conversations. Transparency can be an excellent retention strategy in other ways as well. Here's how. The tools we use to calculate target compensation, our levels documents, are available to reference for all employees. Each team has its own levels document included in our culture guide, which is our answer to the outdated employee handbook. If you're interested in learning more about culture guides, check out our two-part episode on how to write your own. I'll link to it in the description. Within each team, compensation is based on years of experience and a combined score of job scope and skill. Employees can see how their compensation was determined and what would be necessary to level up to a raise. To be even more transparent, our culture guide includes this language regarding compensation and levels documents. As Bernard Health, Bernie Portal's parent company, gains experience and becomes 80% comfortable with what a role entails and the skill required, the company writes documentation to illustrate what career and compensation growth look like for that role. At that point, the documentation is added to the appendix of this culture guide part two. 
We've borrowed this idea from Joel Spolsky, popular blogger, business thought leader, and founder of Stack Overflow and Fog Creek Software. He outlines his process in an Inc. Magazine article titled, Why I Never Let Employees Negotiate a Raise. In fact, a 2021 report found that 58% of employees would consider leaving their current company for better pay transparency elsewhere. Employees feel respected when they know how their salary was calculated, and they also appreciate a commitment to equality and non-discrimination. Clearly, transparent compensation practices and not just a particular individual's compensation are a matter of retention. Pay compression is a compounding problem. Yes, addressing it could add to what is likely already your biggest expense, payroll. But not addressing it will only make compensation more complicated, deceptive, and expensive down the line. If your recruiting efforts are undermining your retention efforts, you're going to have a lot more recruiting to do. And who can afford that? As always, remember that your role is as strategic as you make it. <laughs>